Chums. Welcome back to the Game with Chums podcast. I am your host for today, the glorious, the magnificent Paulus. Um, with me, as, as always, is my um, humble and articulate and slightly taller than average, Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross, how are you? How's it going, Chums? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. The yeah, same good. as always, really, because yeah, yeah. life doesn't really change. No, life's not changed. But it, will, it will do soon. Um, yeah, like, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? Like, have you been, have uh, you been doing anything? What have I been playing? I think I mentioned on our last podcast, I started playing through all the Ease games. Um, so I'm on Ease 4 now, so I've been playing through that. And um, playing through some, well, not playing through, but... Last weekend, when we were originally meant to do this podcast, but I was feeling a bit under the weather, the Halo Infinite preview, tech preview was on. So I, was, I played about 15 hours of that over the weekend. Mm. And uh, But I think we're probably going to talk about that in a bit. But yeah, other than that, a bit of ease, memories of Cell Setter. Yeah. Which is quite fun. Watching, what have I been watching? Not much, really. Because um, My Hero Academia um, Season 5 is on at the moment. And I watched the first few, four seasons ages ago and forgot half of it. I've been re-watching that from the start, so I'm about halfway through season three of that now. Mm-hmm. And then earlier today, I was watching the Olympics closing ceremony. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, was, I was thinking, this is in Tokyo, man. Where's, where's my giant robots? It was mm-hmm. just like a, sw- like a big band and swing dancing. I was like, this isn't what I want from Japan. Mm-hmm. And then they started playing the, uh, the OP from Demon Slayer, and I was like, okay, I'm on board now. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Do some yeah. more anime OPs. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, what been up to? Um, just working and uh, outside of work, doing the uh, doing live streams. I've, I've completed Mass Effect One, and now I've imported Mass Effect One character into Mass Effect Two, and I'm uh, doing a live stream with that. I actually put it to a vote on our Twitter. Twitter. Should I play some? So I stream Apex, Mass Effect 2, or something else, and people vote for Mass Effect 2, so I'm doing that. Um, Which you're very happy about because you wanted to get off Apex for a bit. Yeah, I kind of burned out on it a bit. It's uh, I like it, but I, I'm going to give it a rest for a while. And um, what I've been watching, been watching when I, I've been starting to watch uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I've got show. I got. I think I've like episode four or five, and at the moment I'm not really blown away. I was like, so it's got a lot of hype behind it. So I was like, right, let's, let's watch it. It's one of the big new animes that's come out recently, and um, yeah, so far it's okay. I mean, like they, it is just basically started, and we've been introduced to the new female member of the group, uh, the one with the ha- yeah, the one with the hammer, and um, yeah. I've not been blown away. I've just kind of been thinking, yeah, it's it's, it's okay. The action the it takes action, a few episodes to settle in, but it is very good when it gets going. The action I've seen, which was from the first episode, it's really well animated. But it's kind of with anime. It takes something, especially like that sort of um, um, that sort of anime. What's the what's the what's it fall under? Yeah, uh, shonen, I guess. You need something pretty special to like blow people away these days because we've been spoiled with so much good, good um, action and stuff like that on anime. But it's been okay. I mean, I, I'm go- it's twenty 
24 episodes, I think. 24, 22. So, yeah, I, I, you always got to give these things sort of time to sort of flesh out the characters and introduce the world and stuff like that. But at the moment, yeah, it's okay. Um, what have I been, else I've been doing? Uh, you know, just now that we're allowed out, been, I went been to the local brewery again, to Gypsy Hill Brewery. I went there for a few drinks. Good place. We should go there one day. And uh, yeah, just basically it really, just uh, headed back to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> going to a restaurant. We're opening up. I'm going to the yeah. pub. Went to this really cracking um, Italian restaurant. Really good, mm-hmm. man. Like I had uh, my sister. My sister had this cow, uh, vegetarian calzone. Really good. I had this uh, vegetarian pizza, and you know it's proper Italian style pizza, so it's all flat and everything like that. That was really good. I could so much. It's so big. Mm. I couldn't eat all, so I had to. I asked them if I could take it home. So they brought me a little give me that, a doggy bag. Yeah, they gave me the pizza box and stuff. I was like, man, it's so good. I can't just not. Throw it's throw away. Can't just leave it behind. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing that, man. Just been sort of you know enjoying the freedom that we can now have. Like I'm still being cautious. I'm wearing my mask when I go into shops and yeah. public transport. I'm not taking that chance. I see a lot of people just not not bothering now and no social distancing. Um, it's, they seem to think like the virus has just sort of gone away. It hasn't. It's still it's there. All over now. Yeah, it's still here. It was getting variants and stuff, so it's it's still it's still a problem until everyone gets vaccinated or uh, some people don't want it, but we won't get into that. Um, it's still it's still a big problem. I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be with us for many years to come. We'll just have to learn to live with it, really. Um, but yeah, that's that's yeah. been everything, man. Like. Um, I know, like, uh, like you're 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 fully vaccinated and everything now, so you're good. But um, they're talking about booster shots now, aren't they? So yeah, so you might be getting a booster shot in the next couple of months. Booster shot to deal so. with these fucking uh, these bloody new variants that keep coming up. It's mutating, well, man. Well, the thing is, they don't really know how long immunity lasts, do they? So it's all kind of new in that respect. So I think there were sort of suggestions that immunity lasts or like six months or so. So I think that's what they're going with at the moment. So people are getting sort of sec- their booster shot six months after their second, which would be October for me, I think, end of October. Mm. So yeah, I don't care. Um, man. If I need a booster shot every six months, do it. Yeah. Um, and as you can see, well, if you were listening to this on Spotify, you won't be able to see it. But if you're watching the YouTube version... I got rid of the digital background because it was getting on my nerves. <laughs> like every time you move, it was just like distort and stuff. So you can just sort of see part 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 of my room. You know, you got like there's my cat, Gigi's just ignoring us. I got like loads of my figurines, uh, games, Blu-rays, uh, a picture of cats. Um, this Halo so I can chat. See there. that master master yeah, chief display some, I bought you some, years ago. Some some dude got me that. <laughs> don't know who uh <laughs> but yeah so i decided to go more i'm pretty sure i can out. see a couple of a uh, couple of maids up there as well paul yeah got um steinsgate gales there you've got kurusu <laughs> and you've got what was Ferris, it? isn't it Ferris, yeah she only uh she only made um made cafe in akuyabara um so yeah i decided to go more natural so yeah i mean you do it when you're streaming anyway so it's... that's it i thought now that this is how i 
I sort of got my setup a bit more. I, I'm going to use, I'll use, uh, I'll, I'll just get rid of the background now and let people see it the way I live. Like my cat sleeping on my, on my, on my t-shirt, which is full of his cat hair, which is great. So yeah, but um, moving on, moving on. Um, gaming news. Meanwhile, I've got my gaming and yeah. weep shrine behind me as yeah. always. He's always had that man. Like so, yeah. I just want to show off my 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 uh my more well, you can't you can you can sort of see him, but um yeah, gaming news rules. What's been happening in the world of gaming? It's what we're here. Well, for. I actually tried to prepare this week because usually we just kind of wing it. And we go. Like right before we start recording, we're like, "What happened this week?" Yeah, oh, yes, we, this, um, um. we don't have a producer or nothing to write notes, girls yeah. notes or anything. So, so I thought I went on Eurogamer and just like scrolled down the last few days' news, and literally nothing of consequence happened. happened. No, <laughs> just no. nothing interesting no. had happened. So, um, well, um, this I mean, that... there, obviously, there's there's been some big news about Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that's what I was about um, to mention over the last couple of weeks. I was going to mention. Which, might not be the best idea to go into, given it's a legal case and we might fall foul well, of some well, kind what, of... Well, what, what is it? Uh, 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 presuming, uh, allegedly, some foul practices, work practices, but that's alleged like, at the moment. It's just... Um, well, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're going to be careful not to get ourselves in trouble, but they're being, they're being sued by the state of California, so it's pro- there's probably a pretty decent case there. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's been a lot of fallout from that. Um, mm-hmm. Part of which has been a lot of people quitting World of Warcraft and moving over to Final Fantasy XIV, which you can see on my shelf there. Can um, you imagine? Can, can you believe that? Like after all these years, something's come along to finally beat World of Warcraft. Well, it's, it's beating it. It's going to be, I think. I mean, like Warcraft was like the pinnacle of of um, MMOs. And nothing can seem to uh, to knock it off its perch. But um, as someone who uh, plays Final Fantasy XIV for like eight years and has like their job icon tattooed on them, it's made my queue times really long. Thanks a lot, guys. Mm-hmm. Now I have to queue for like twenty minutes to get into the game because yeah. all these new people coming. <laughs> all the ex WoW players coming over. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's uh, a lot of mess going on with Activision Blizzard, so that's probably the biggest thing. Um, <laughs> How that shakes out, yet to be seen, I guess. But it's probably gonna there's there's probably gonna be some some big fallout from that because mm. I mean, like Activision Blizzard are one of, if not the biggest publisher in the games industry, and they're getting sued by a U.S. state, so it's it's serious. Um, but yeah, we just have to wait and see how it shakes out. I don't really want to say too much, just in case we put a foot in one of our feet in our mouths or something because we're yeah. not we're not lawyers no all right so like moving on from that um anything else has been happening well there was the halo infinite tech preview last weekend which, which, which i we'll mentioned be we'll be going and, into um, a bit more yeah. yeah that's one of our we've got two main topics this week so that's one of them um yeah. other than that like I say, I, I scrolled through Eurogamer's homepage just looking at the news. I was like, no, that's not interesting. That's not interesting. Not much else has happened, really, that not I can much. tell. Uh, I think there yeah. was, I can't remember when this was announced, but there was a small piece of news, which you might be interested in. You and I might be interested in. Many people might not. But they are finally re-releasing um, Fatal Frame 5, the one that was a Wii U exclusive. Oh, the um, yeah, Maiden. Maiden the, of Blackwater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, that's getting a release on everything, I think, in October. Yeah, so. that will be um, part of the uh, our month of horror. I plan to make a few videos on that. Uh, I don't know if you're going to do anything for that. But we, we got an idea for our month of horror, which is a new idea. It's different. Uh, you have to tune in to uh same and dynamic yeah it's gonna it's uh something different something very but, different for us yeah but i'm, I'm quite, quite looking forward to to try to giving it a try um, yeah but um should we can, can before we get into the main topic um you you've watched the the olympics that was being held in the glorious nation of nippon watch bits of it and yeah, not a great deal to be I, fair I haven't been following any of it to be honest with you. I just have I just had zero interest in the in the Olympics <laughs> this year. Uh, I've never never really been a big Olympics uh, fan. It comes along every four years, like the World Cup, and um, I always like it's good for when it's on, and then when it goes, it kind of bankrupts the city that it's in, <laughs> <laughs> bankrupts it all. Like the the facilities that it, that was used just go to sit unused, sit unused, and, and lie derelict. I mean, well, it's like, like XO19 that we went to was in the Copper Box Arena in the uh, London yeah. Olympic Park, wasn't it? Yeah. Other than that, I can't think of anything that's actually used those facilities. No, we here in when we had it in London, the the Olympic track tr- field, the track and field, that was given over to a football club, a local football club, uh, for basically for free. So it wasn't used <laughs> for what its intended purpose was to train future Olympians. It was just given an to Olympic, yeah. is an Olympic tier stadium yeah. you can have it for free, free. Oh, yeah so like well, by London the way the ha- public paid for all of this but yeah. it's yours for free free they, they pay a, a, now a, go and sell tickets and make money from it they stay they pay a small small amount of rent the 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 the, the, the taxpayers pay for pay for it basically um but uh, yeah so i don't know what japan plan to do with their uh the the the, the newly built stadiums and stuff once the olympics are over you know with COVID and restrictions there, they didn't have tourists in there, so they probably lost a lot of money from that. I mean, I think this has hit them big time, like um, financially, because th- without tourists, spectators there to watch the games, it's it, that's hit them a bit. Because that's what you get you, most of your income from is obviously tourists, advertisements and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, obviously they couldn't do that and they've probably got... I, I'm going to say a few. Uh, leave them in a big hole. I should have big imagined. hole. Yeah, but um, yeah. Let's move on to. Sorry for that little turn. I just wanted to discuss it because it's yeah the Olympics and it's quite quite a big deal. But I'm not a big Olympics fan, and I'm sure you 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 watch a bit of it. But yeah, I watch it yeah. very very casually. Just sort of if it's on, I'll chuck it on and watch a bit. Watch a few mm. race, like a few yeah. track races or something. I'm more sometimes into- try and watch some of the football, but I missed more- that this time. <laughs> I'm more into like the Winter Olympics because I think Winter Olympics are a bit cooler. You got snowboarding. Ah, <laughs> oh, see what you did there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> it's um, you got snowboarding. You got you got the bobsleigh. You got you got you got quite you got you got quite good stuff. And it's more chance of people hurting themselves when they do that. So um, that's what I'm looking. That's what you're to. watching it for, yeah, the rubbernecking. Yeah. yeah, but um, today's main topic. We discussed it earlier. We got two main topics. We're trying, we're trying because we we want to sort of like the topics we we're going to discuss. Are, are we're going to fairly short topics, 
So we want we're going to just we're just going to like discuss these two. But um, the first topic we're just going to discuss is Halo Infinite. The multiplayer was not released to the public. You had to sign up for it. Is that correct? Yeah, you, you had to register, and then register it was basically it. sent out invites at random. Invites. And luckily, I got one. I think they invited a hundred thousand people, and yep. mm-hmm. it seems like all of the uh, big Halo YouTubers managed to get in. So I don't know how random it was. Obviously, yeah. they wanted obviously they're going to put they're they're definitely putting the big YouTube um the Halo YouTubers just for the exposure mm. and like and the public yeah. free publicity. But you well, yeah you played it. That, yeah, I did. I played quite a bit of it. Yeah. I got slightly addicted. Yeah, but um, as we've probably made clear on the channel, um, we're both big Halo fans. Yeah, but Paul's more on the campaign side. And um, I used to be until Halo 5, really. Halo 5 was the first one where I got really into the, the multiplayer. I always, I've played all of the multiplayers. I probably put a couple of hundred hours into each of them at least. But Halo 5, I've put like over 2,000 hours into the multiplayer. That one just really mm. grabbed me. Um, so I was a bit worried about Infinite because a lot of the Spartan abilities have been quite controversial. And I love some of them, like the... Um, Look, can we can thrust, we talk? I really like can, the can we can, can we talk about the, the the new abilities? What's new and what's what's not for people who don't know? Like, what have they added? What well, have they taken out? So, for context, in Halo Five, you had the butt slide. So if you crouch mm. while you were sprinting, um, you had sprint, obviously, which has been in there since Reach, essentially. Uh, you had thrusters, so like the jetpack on your shoulders that allowed you to sort of jink sideways or whatever direction you wanted to go mm-hmm. you had the ground pound which you do by holding melee button in midair and then you do a ground pound and then you had spartan charge which when you're sprinting you hit melee and you like just charge at someone like a train um pretty much all of that is gone in infinite the only thing that remains is sprint and slide oh, so right. yeah but that's more than i was expecting to be honest i thought they might i thought they might leave sprint in at most and then everything else would be gone. And um, the things I use the most in Halo 5 are the slide and the thrusters. So at least one of the things I use a lot is still in. But um, So you can still, in Halo 5, you could sprint and slide and then jump, and it would transfer the momentum. Like Sliding in Halo 5 gives you a ton of momentum. And then when you jump, you, you carry that momentum through, so you can jump quite far. You can still do that in Infinite, but it's slightly different because it takes the slide. It almost feels like your character jumps into the slide. So it takes a, you have to wait a second or so for it to actually reach momentum. Mm-hmm. So you can't do a really quick sprint slide jump because otherwise you just won't go anywhere. So you need to give it a second now. So I think they've balanced it to try and make you commit to the slide to get any kind of momentum out of it, which feels okay, but it'll be a bit of a change. Um, sprint has always been very controversial in halo because there's a lot of people that feel like they they stretched all the maps out to account for sprint because everyone's just going to be sprinting everywhere so the maps got bigger for no good reason um in this it's barely faster than base movement speed there, there was a clip someone put up on twitter they were following someone someone was sprinting around the map and they followed them at just normal walking speed and they just kept they pretty much kept up with them the whole time <laughs> so but I think that's a good thing, personally, because mm. it it means you don't have to sprint around the map all the time to be at top speed. You can just walk normally, and you'll be at pretty much you'll move at pretty much the same speed. Um, 
sprint is basically there just to allow you to slide now, which is fine by me. The thing I'm less sure about is the the, the changes to the radar. Mm-hmm. So it used to be you'd show up on radar whenever you were moving, unless you were crouching. So if you wanted to stay off radar, you know, all the old Halo games, you had to crouch walk. And now you're off radar unless you're firing or sprinting. Mm-hmm. So if you walk around at normal base movement speed, you, you won't show up on the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're probably going to feel a bit less safe just sort of walking around the map. So you're going to have to have your head on a swivel a bit. That's going to take a bit of time to get used to because I, I do use the radar quite a lot. Um, but yeah, in, in gameplay terms, it feels really good. It's um, what they it feels add, like. What have they added? That they they added the grapple, right? How's that? Well, that's that's equipment. So you remember the equipment in Halo Three where you pick oh, it up yeah. and then you use it once. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like a mix between that and the um, and the um, Spartan. What were the Spartan abilities called in Reach? I can't remember. I think they were just called Spartan abil- oh, armor abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know how they were on countdown. They were on oh. a cooldown. Yeah, um, but you just had it all the time. Uh-huh. In Infinite, you have to pick them up like equipment in Halo Three, and if you come across another one you want to drop on your carry, and you can swap them. Mm-hmm. But then you get a certain number of uses out of them. So the grapple is three uses. Mm-hmm. So you, you pick it up like you'd pick up, say, like the grav lift in Halo Three, but then you can use it three times before it runs out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be. I kind of felt like equipment wasn't that big a deal in Halo 3 unless it was like the bubble shield. People, Most people really didn't get much advantage off of it. But I think in this, it's going to be what people fight over on the map because like the, gra- the grapple especially opens up so much in terms of traversal. And um, you can grab stuff with it as well. There's um, on one of the maps that the grapple is on in the... Uh, tech preview the hammer is on the map and it's on a platform just sort of off the side of the map so you have to you have to sprint and jump for it mm-hmm. or you could just grapple it and it would pull it to, pull it to you mm. so you've already seen like people trolling others they wait for someone to go for the hammer and then just as they reach they grapple it away from them <laughs> that's, not then... anno- that's not annoying <laughs> at all <laughs> it looks like it'll be really annoying but then also you can like grapple around the map and you and grapple to players and smash them with the hammer so the grapple seems like it's going to be very powerful, but we haven't seen most of the equipment. So we've seen from one of the multiplayer, I think it was the E3 this year, they put out a multiplayer trailer and they showed a few different um, equipments. And one of them's like a, like a ref, like a deflector or something on the wrist. Mm. So it shows, it shows someone firing like an overcharged um, plasma pistol bolt at someone and they put their hand up and like deflect it back at them. And then drain their shields instead. That wasn't in there. Um, apparently, people have been data mining, and apparently, the thruster from Halo Five is now a pickup. So that should be in there. Um, I can't remember what other ones are there, but basically, in the in the tech preview, you've got the grapple and I think overshield and camo actors pickups now as well. So most of it we haven't seen. It was a very limited tech preview. There was three maps, and it was only against bots. And um, they changed up the bot difficulty. So they've said there's four levels of difficulty for the bots. There's Recruit, Marine, ODST, and Spartan. And they started on Recruit, the second one, and then they moved it up to uh, ODST, and then towards the end, they moved it up to Spartan. 
And you could feel they got a bit more capable as they went up, but they're not they're not like a proper replacement for a human player. But they are actually quite impressively good for bots. Mm-hmm. Um, um, can can I can I ask you like what kind of what weapons are they, what have they kept? What have they added? Like in terms, because I saw I saw a video of the one you made for the channel. You were when you did a little kill streak, and that's a new weapon. I've not seen that before. What what was what was that? Yeah, that's the skewer. Skewer. So it basically just. I think it must be a banished weapon. It looks yeah. like a very brutish weapon, but it basically yeah. just fires a. It's basically a harpoon gun. Mm-hmm. It just fires a massive metal spike, oh. and it's kind of like a sniper, basically. Um, but it's it's like a sniper, but a projectile. So you have to kind of lead your shots a bit, unless you've mm-hmm. been very close, like I was with the kill, the three kills I got with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, getting like a no scope kill with that is very very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be a one hit kill anywhere on the body, which is very powerful, but it's quite hard to fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's that as a new weapon. There's heat wave, which is kind of kind of feels like a replacement for the scatter shot, the mm-hmm. um, Promethean shotgun. So it doesn't function quite like a shotgun. It's more about like sending out tracking rounds. Um, what else was there? The commando, which was in the campaign gameplay demo from last year, which is kind of like a full or ODMR, basically. Um, that's quite fun. Any other new weapons? The, the new pistol. The pistol's quite different. It's like a rapid fire yeah. um, pistol, which is. A seven shot kill, whereas like the pistol in Halo Five is a five shot kill, but it's got a slower rate of fire. Um, that feels pretty good to get kills with. The uh, battle rifle's back. Battle rifle feels good. The assault rifle is there, and that feels quite powerful this time. Um, what else is there? Uh, oh, there's a plasma carbine, which is a bit like the storm rifle, but it fires like three round bursts. And that's that's very hard to use at any kind of range, um, but it feels like if you're good with it, you you absolutely shred people with that thing. Yeah, the weapons all feel pretty good so far, and it plays well. It plays the way I've kind of squared it in my head is it feels like a mix between Halo Two Anniversary multiplayer with the equipment from Halo Five and some of the movement from sorry with the equipment from Halo Three and some of the movement from Halo Five. So it feels like a pretty good mashup of those three, which are probably the, my three top Halo games, really. So, yeah, as I say, I was a bit concerned about it beforehand because I knew they were going to strip out all the stuff I liked from Five, but it still feels really good. So I'm pretty positive so, about it now, I think. Uh, yeah, so what's your overall thoughts? Are you looking, Has that made you more hype? Are you satisfied? Have you got any concerns apart from the ones you uh, about stripping back? Um, well, as I say, it was only against bots. I think they opened it up to PvP for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very late night, like li- literally like early hours of the morning UK time on last Sunday. So I, I was in bed. I didn't get the chance to play the PvP. So against bots, they always show up on the radar. So you'll, you always know where they are and it just doesn't feel any different. But against human opponents, they aren't going to be showing up on the radar. So... I'm just going to have to wait and see what it feels like playing against other humans. But in terms of how it actually feels and how it plays, it feels really good. Um, I'm pretty excited for it now. Whereas before I was kind of cautiously optimistic, I guess. 
I know, yeah. yeah, I think I think they've done a really good job of kind of yeah. bridging classic mm-hmm. and modern Halo. I've been, I mean, from what I've been hearing and reading and watching, the feedback has been pretty positive. Like, like mm. people are pretty excited, they're pretty satisfied with what they've played so far. Um, obviously, because like there's some people who think that Halo is past its sell by date, it's 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 irrelevant now. But um, there's a lot of people have been saying that this is sort of return to form because a lot. I know you liked the previous Halo games from the from the new developer, three four three. But a lot of like the older not not the older fans, but people who like the <laughs> you know the Bungie era, are saying that Halo's lost its way. But from what I've been hearing, is that they're saying the people the doubt the people who were saying those things are pretty uh, pretty satisfied with what they've been playing so far. Yeah, as I say, I think it's a, f- a pretty decent middle ground between like classic Halo and modern Halo. So I don't think it feels like there, there are going to be compromises on both sides, but I feel like they're compromises everyone can live with. And um, as I say, Sprint has always been a big deal for some because they felt it elongated the maps and um, made it easier to get out of engagements and stuff. And now the fact that it's barely higher than base movement speed kind of new as that. So I mm-hmm. think. There are people that are like, oh, well, sprint's still in, but it doesn't really change the game now, mm-hmm. seeing as you can you can walk around perfectly fine. Like the base movement speed feels nice and high, especially if you um, set a nice wide FOV. And there's an FOV slider on console, which is a big fucking deal. More mm. games need to do. But um, yeah, I think most of the qualms people have now are quite mi- like minor niggles rather than anything. They're, they're like, well, I'd prefer it if it was gone completely, but it's fine. It doesn't really affect the game. Um, so hopefully it'll do well. I mean, it's free to play. It's going to be on three platforms, like Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Um, so it should have a decent player base. And hopefully they just keep updating it and adding new yeah. stuff to it. Yeah, cool, cool. Obviously, I haven't, I, I didn't, I haven't played it or anything, so I'm, I'm quite looking forward to getting my hands on it, playing it. Obviously, it's on Game Pass, so <laughs> we'll get that. Yeah, I know you'll, was, you'll get you'll yeah. be buying a physical copy of it. Yeah, I mean, if they I'll do probably, a legendary I'll, edition, I'll be all yeah, over that. I'll probably will as well because you know I do like Halo. It's one of those few. Because with Game Pass now, I haven't bought actually a physical game. I mean, I've no, I haven't. Everything's been on Game Pass or, or bought digitally. Which is kind of filling up my hard drive. I want to get one of the. I want to get an external hard drive, the one you can just, you know, plug into the back. I've seen this in a lot of videos of people going. If you want an external hard drive, this is what you got to do: turn your turn your Xbox around, plug it in. There you go. That's done. Okay. And I've seen the c- comparisons with the PlayStation Five. This is no throwing no shade at the PlayStation Five, but this is just fact that you got to you got to have a tutorial. You got to have some tools. You gotta open it up, <laughs> screw, screw the cover off, take that that hard drive out and put a new uh, put a, put, a, put is it put a new one or is it put put uh, is put a new uh, larger hard drive, isn't it? Well, the the okay. hard drive that's actually on the PS5 yeah. is soldered to the motherboard, so you can't change that. Oh, so you got so it has a separate bay separate for another one. one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You've got to open it up, put, stick uh, it in there. Which but is it? Yeah. I remember when they did the teardown of it and they were like, and here's the bay for the separate SSD mm. for the um, external SSD. And I was like, there's no fucking cooling around that. What that's mm. gonna that's gonna okay. get really hot. Oh, yeah. And now they're like, and make sure you've got a decent heatsink. I'm like, yeah, heatsink is gonna soak the heat. How's it gonna expel, expel the, heat? the heat? Yeah, 
I, uh, I think that's very hot. But yeah, I had a, a friend who's not very tech savvy send me the instructions the other day, and they're like, "What does this mean?" And it was like, it was like pages of text, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, like the, the average console consumer can look at that and go, "What?" Yeah, and I don't what? blame them because you know yeah. you're not you don't dealing with that stuff in console. Yeah, yeah, that's more of a PC thing, man. But um, yeah, so that was brief little chat about halo and our second topic i was trying to find some way of transitioning into the second topic but you know i <laughs> i'm not that smart or on the ball so We're not that um, good it doesn't matter that's good do yeah let's just but dive in speaking of halo remember that time there was going to be a halo a live action halo game <laughs> directed by uh, by film film that was going to be directed by peter jackson i think was it peter jackson well, he's going to be he was direct- either going to direct it or he's going to produce, going to produce it. it. He was involved in some capacity. Yeah. yeah. So that that was a uh, my clumsy uh, 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 way of um, transitioning into our new topic, which is uh, game uh, games to film adaptation. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, we, the, was, since there's been video games, there's been like attempts to make them into live action, and I think the majority of them at the moment have been. Pff- pretty bad i mean there's that um what's that german director who produced Eva a ball evil ball yeah he just direct i don't know how he got the licenses for this there must have been some sort of deal or something they quite a character that guy yeah. but he him constantly like offering people out for yeah. a boxing fight when they said his films were shit yeah like basically he like, was films offering, are shit though mate yeah he was offering out these nerds you'd never like exercise in the day of their life and they'll go up in a ring against this ag- aggressive German guy who, whose boxing technique wasn't very good, but he was aggressive. And he would just le- lever them and knock, knock these, like, <laughs> these skinny little guys out. And I was just like, oh, my God. But, um, yeah, yeah like... Slightly unhinged, quite he, he's, he's quite He's quite mad. But, uh, like, we've watched a lot of video game... Um, fil- uh, uh, film adaptations of, of, of video games um there's been a lot but um what what's your what's your overall opinion about the mr rules what do you think have there been any successful video game adaptations so my my thinking is they no. kind of don't need to exist yeah like, i i feel like in the past when gaming was sort of more or rather less mainstream and kind of more frowned upon than it is now. Mm. I, th- I feel like a lot of people saw it as kind of like adding legitimacy to it. So like, oh, if my favorite game gets a movie, then that means it's like, it matters. Um, but they're always terrible. Like mm-hmm. there've been quite a few lately that have come out that I haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss, um, we'll talk about we'll that. Get in a bit. To that. Yeah. So, so I guess my point of view is yeah. possibly a little out of date because I haven't seen a lot of the yeah. new ones. But that, yeah. but the fact that I haven't seen them is kind of emblematic of it because yeah. I don't really want to see them. I'm not really yeah. interested in seeing them. So, but so I mean, you had like, so even up sh- to, sorry, go on. The short of it is no, like because I asked you like, well, if there been any good, and you sort of danced around it. You just been like, well, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I think there have been there have been some very bad ones, and uh, there have been some l- less bad ones. Uh-huh. Like, I I enjoyed the Mortal Kombat film from what was like 1994, I think. 
because it was just really it was very silly and it was yeah, the one was with, the mid 90s the one with Christopher Lambert the yeah. from the Highlander yeah he yeah. was playing Raiden yeah. Raiden yeah. Raiden sorry uh, um yeah I enjoyed that at the time but also I was 10 so mm. it was if I I'm sure if I watched it now outside of nostalgia I'd think it was terrible mm-hmm. and um the Silent Hill film I think was actually the first one was actually pretty decent right up until the ending. It kind of, it wasn't an amazing film, but it kind of nailed the aesthetic and it had a pretty decent atmosphere. You know what? And, uh, I I remember watching that and I thought that was pretty decent. The uh, the ending was a bit, yeah. But OTT and the the the, 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 the switching of roles. Because obviously it was um, the father who went to look for the daughter. Is it Harry yeah. Harry Mason? Wasn't it? Yeah. Went, to go, went to go and he was played by Sean Bean and, I, and I'm quite glad that they switched it because if that was Sean Bean playing it he probably would have got killed so uh, <laughs> so I'm glad they I'm, I'm, I'm glad they switched that so he, he got to live in one of his uh, films that he, he was in what kind of tarnishes that for me is the fact they did a sequel which was based on Silent Hill 3 and I really like Silent Hill 3 and the sequel film was awful well yeah it had it was... it, it, so we went. We went to see that in the yeah, cinema. cinema. Yeah, um, so I was. I, I was angry after that. Yeah, that it, had, it, had, it had Jon Snow in it. It did. It did. I realised. I was like, oh yeah, it's Kit Harrington's in there. Yeah, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent. Yeah, he was in. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, but that that film is terrible. And yeah. it, it made me. It annoyed me because the first one was actually pretty decent and it had a decent foundation to build off of. And they just, the second one was awful. Yeah, but. That's the thing. I, I think they are more than not, more often than not, awful. Like Street Fighter was another one that came out when I was in primary school, and I remember going to see that with um with a friend at school. I must have been in year six at the time, so that must have been around the same time, year six or seven. Hmm. Must, that must have been like ninety three, ninety four. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that was that was very silly the as one, well. The one with um, Jean Claude Van Damme, Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah. Kylie Minogue. He was playing Guile. Yeah, yeah Kylie Minogue was Cammy. Kami and E Honda um, was a Hawaiian guy. Yeah, instead of being Japanese, he was uh, one of those Hawaiian guys who plays the ukulele or something like that. <laughs> and, and Ken and, and Ryu, Ken uh, and Ryu were like two like hustlers, like con men. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this, this is taking and, some liberties. And but, um, Blanca and Charlie were were mashed into one character for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it was oh, Raul Julia as M. Bison was like the main good, yeah. He, he, the one, he, the one he leading was, light of that film, he was having such a good time with that role. He was just <laughs> he was like, Right, this is this, up. this is schlock, this is this is this is absolute crap, but I'm gonna ham Let's it, have fun with it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun with it, and he did. He looked like he was having such good fun with it. And they For were him, like, it was Tuesday, yeah, yeah, that was a good line to be honest. Um, but the, the, the film I remember is one of the first. Uh, video game films. I know which is going to be. Yeah, came out when I was a very young, as a kid. Like I must have been like about nine or ten or something. Was the Super Mario Brothers film, and um, Bob Hoskins. Ha- yeah, had Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo. James John Leguizamo. Yeah, in it. Um, you play Mario. Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. Mario. Uh, and I saw that in the cinema, and I remember going to see it in the cinema with. I had my aunt around from Colombia and um, obviously she couldn't speak much English 
and she went to see it and then i remember afterwards we asked her did you like the movie she was like oh no it's shit <laughs> wow she was right she but was we right. Were, i was a kid i was like no what are you talking about this film was great but obviously when you grow up and you get a sense of taste like in films it is absolute tripe it is like one garbage. of the worst adaptations. but i remember there being a lot of hype for it like you know because it, it had some good big act, name act he had he had um dennis uh dennis oh, hopper but dennis hopper as, as bowser as cooper yeah. oh yeah he wasn't called bowser it was king king cooper mm-hmm. and um i don't know who played daisy but she was quite a famous actress i can't remember, I can't remember now yeah but um yeah, they took some liberties with uh, sure the It was so bad that Nintendo said that they will never lease out their um, characters to be made into live actions again. So they were so disappointed was, with that film. It was very bad. Yeah. I mean, it was set in a sort of steam, uh, sort of dystopia. Weird, grimy. Yeah, future, yeah. like alternative world of like uh, where like, they like we descended from monkeys and they descended from dinosaurs. So yeah, it, was, it, was, it was absolutely I don't know what they were crazy. They made that. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like I wish I was a bit older to like to find out what what how the behind the scenes because apparently it was a lot of like a lot of the cast and crew were like drunk and, and like, <laughs> taking stuff because they were just like this film's crazy. Like we're just gonna have to get through the production of it. We're just gonna have to take a few things. To get him through it, I know Bob Hoskins hated. I kind of don't blame him. Uh, Bob Hoskins definitely hated the film, and I think he was like drunk a lot on on on, on set. But I mean, um, you'd have to be, wouldn't you? Yeah, to get through it. I mean, like Dennis Hopper on it, he's crazy. Like he probably read the script before this was this was this was brilliant. Like because <laughs> he started some <laughs> crazy films. That guy, that guy, that guy had a bit of a screw loose. But um, yeah, Mario Super Mario Brothers, not great. Not great. I mean, there's some people who say who try and defend it now. I'm like, no, come on, man. It's not good. I, I, if you think I take out the Mario Brothers element, I'm like, no. Even when the Mario Brothers, even if you rename them everything, it's still not a good movie. <laughs> it's it's so bad. But um, it's not even it's bad, it's good. It's just kind of just like not enjoyable. It's so movie. bad, it's bad. Yeah. But that's kind of, that's half the problem, I think, because... As I say, like I think a lot of fans are kind of like, or at least were at the time when it, when kind of there was a bit of a craze for doing it, sort of like early mid nineties, I guess, when you had like the Mario Brothers film and Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Um, I do feel like a lot of people at the time are like, yeah, like having a movie of my favorite game legitimizes gaming or whatever. I, I honestly feel that was part of what drove the hype for these films. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but a big problem with people making game films is, I mean, obviously it's a different medium, so you have to adapt it. You can't just sort of like stick whatever works in the game, stick it on a screen and make something interactive, something passive without any changes. So you do have to adapt it, but you change so much about it that it's like barely distinguishable. What's the point? Like with... Um, Street Fighter, but there's no real kind of Street Fighterness to it, other than sort of how some of the characters look. Mm. And uh, the Mario Brothers film, it's literally completely divorced from any kind of established Mario. Yeah, I mean, like there there are some games that could translate well into film, 
I mean, like they they did. Like I'm going to give an example. There's been two. There's been two versions of this IP. Um, one, two, one with a very famous actress. Um, which it was the uh, Tomb Raider film where the first um, attempt at it had Angelina Jolene as as Lara Croft, and that kind of kind of works because like Tomb Raider is kind of like an is an Indiana Jones sort of clone like the games were yeah it's it's sort of like that the games were sort of were like indiana jones-esque so you could make a good story out there but again it just didn't really they there was two that with angelina jolene and i didn't i remember watching one and it had um daniel craig in it in the first one and um, i thought there was three for some reason no there's only two with her in it there was the tomb raider and Lara Croft Tomb Raider and the second was Lara Croft the Cradle of Life Cradle of Life or something Life, yeah like and um the first one had like Daniel Craig in, in it and he had a really bad American accent you know, <laughs> he, he couldn't he couldn't he can't pull off an American accent but they they, they they're kind of like because the sim- story is quite simplistic really isn't it it's like she goes around and she steals a lot of well she's supposed to be an archaeologist <laughs> but she's just she ra- raids tombs she just steals stuff and obviously, like there's a supernatural element to a lot of the uh, Tomb Raider games, and but it sort of didn't really it didn't really work that well. So, um, it, uh, yeah, I just feel like the, the, the films just sort of suffered because of that. I mean, I, I, they did try and reboot it. I, I wait, yeah, they they rebooted it recently with that uh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Like I'm glad you said her name. Um, she's a she's Danish, Swedish, or, I think. Swedish, um, and they they based that off the reboot of the of Lara Croft games, which was set on the uh, the ja- a Japanese island of um, what was it the island called? What was the island called? I can't remember. No, it, it, I remember the 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 main antagonist was Himiko. Himiko. I can't remember what the island was called? The Lost Island of Oh, that's going to annoy me now because I played that <laughs> game so much. But yeah, I played it about four times. Um, Yamatai, what did you think of that one? Yamatai. Yamatai yeah, yeah. I didn't. What did you think of that film? I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. I don't. I thought it was okay. It was better than the Angelina Jolie one. The the cinema, cin, cin, cinematography was better. The acting was a lot better. It wasn't so campy because it was like the, that game is quite dark. And they try to mix in with some dark, try to make it more grounded and more, uh, more sort of like adult. But just, they, I don't think they pushed it enough. It sort of mm-hmm. played, they, it was a bit too safe. Um, the um, and it was, it was kind of like the the, the uh, they got rid of the supernatural element of it. They made like Yam, uh, 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 what was the princess's the queen's name? Himiko. Uh, Himiko. They made it into a virus instead of her a living spirit, which is kind of like kind of weird and it is how long the movie was probably about 90 100 minutes long and um it, to even though the game is not that complex they sort of like compressed it and took a lot of sort of the story elements out, which kind of like diluted it a bit which is another problem with adapting video games especially if you adapt a storyline you gotta you gotta condense say like a 10 15 20 hour game into two hours to a film it doesn't really work because there's a lot of elements in that ge- of a game that make it work characters settings location stories 
and trying to condense that down into two hours you've got to sort of trim the fat but a lot of the, the elements that make a good game don't really make it into the film and sort of that sort of affects it you know if if I'm i not- think you're talking about them changing himiko from like a vengeful spirit to a virus Mm. is pretty emblematic of what I was talking about a minute ago where they have where they change stuff for the sake of changing it because they're like you get the feeling they're like oh this element's too video gamey or whatever that whatever mm. that would mean to whichever person says it mm-hmm. so we need to change that i mean would would it have been a worse movie if it was just the same as the game and it was there were supernatural elements and there was the spirit of himiko was haunting yamatai would that have been a worse film than a virus been lying around for 800 years or whatever. Um, I, possibly. I, I mean, they they took they took elements out of it, and but they added their own elements. Obviously, they added the, the dad being in it. He he. They added that into it. He wasn't in the in the game, so they did add add elements into it, which they thought would probably make the the film more interesting. So they took some stuff out. They took some stuff. They put some of their own ideas in there. And it didn't really mesh well with the story. I I, I felt um, it was a good attempt. I mean, like there was like if we can go into some other games, to, which I thought would have made good films, was there was the um, Prince of Persia one film with Jake Gyllenhaal that had great production values. They had good it cast, was a good looking film. Yeah, but again, it, that it still didn't really work. I remember watching it. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is this is from from what I've seen so far, it's probably the, the better adaptation of, of 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 a video game. And again, they they sort of mash, mish, they sort of mixed in different different elements of the games. So I know they had like elements from the first and the second game in it. Um, did it did it work? Yeah. It made an an entertaining movie. I mean, it wasn't great. It was just, you know, was, until you there. mentioned it, I forgot it existed. <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I'd agree with that. I think it, it was quite an entertaining film. It was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't. I don't think it was a bad film by any stretch of the imagination. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just sort of, is it something that needs to exist? Well, that's the thing, like you I saying, that with 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 video game uh, adaptations, like do they really need to do it i mean like it's it, it especially like people go oh this will make a good film like it's a story-based game it's like i'm gonna say an example here like they got the last of us tv show coming out the hbo one i'm like but does that really need to be made i mean the game itself is pretty much like the game is literally a mini series series yeah it's very uh, story focused very 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 cutscene heavy very and filmic, very, very, very cinematic, very filmic. Yeah, the thing it, you can see that game takes a lot of language of like film and high budget TV. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm in the same boat. When they announced it, I'm like, does it really need to be a TV show? Because it kind of is already. But as you know, I don't say that to disparage it. I love the last of us. I think it's a fantastic game. Mm. Uh, but it is. It's like playing through a TV miniseries. Uh, so. Yeah. Do I need to sit back and passively uh, watch that? Not really. Yeah. I kind of feel like I already have, but yeah, with the yeah. bonus of gameplay. Yeah, I mean, like I do set- think. Sorry, come on. Yeah, like I was going. I was going to agree with you. I, I love that game. I think it's a, 
probably like that's like sort of a pinnacle of like video game storytelling but again it's that, that the developers i think in, had it in their mind that they wanted it to be like a tv sh- series like a film the story structure of it and everything like that was very like they, they were sort of like imitating film mm-hmm. and making it into a video game instead of being a video game and then you know like starting off thinking of, of it that way i think they sort of planned it out as a film if yeah, that makes absolutely. sense yeah it's very much bringing out like, the language yeah. <laughs> of film and like, high budget hbo style tv yeah. storytelling it is it is literally bringing that to video games mm. so it doesn't feel like it needs to exist as what it essentially is its own sort of reference point and there are already there are films and stuff that that, that do that anyway like when I played The Last of Us, I was like, okay, so it's basically like Children of Man plus Dawn of the Dead. Okay, fine. Mm. Does it need does it need to exist as a TV show where it's already kind of very derivative of things that already exist in that medium? Mm-hmm. I don't think it really needs to. I mean, I watch it because it's got a great cast and they're probably throwing a load of money behind it, so it'll probably look mm. great. But I don't think it needs to exist. Mm. Well, I, you could say the same thing for the... Um for the witcher i mean the witcher have you seen, you seen the the netflix tv show I've, I've only watched two episodes of it and, and what did you think did you enjoy uh it seemed okay from yeah. what i watched it's good i liked it and again but that is it, it's, that's kind of different because it was a book before it was a game mm. and then it made so it, i could sort of as I, I understand it, it hues closer to the books as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's more. I've, I've read three or four of the books, so yeah. I, I I do mean to get to it and watch it at some point. But I just keep putting it off. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, I mean that kind of put that similar to something like Lord of the Rings, where it kind of came from a literary background first. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like uh, so far, video game adaptations. I mean, there's, there's a lot more. There's that uh terrible film with um with uh mark Wahlberg. was it not alone in the dark it was max Payne. Mm. <laughs> that one and that had <laughs> i think he was fighting like supernatural beings in there and i was like i don't remember that being in max Payne. they did a hitman film as well didn't they oh they did two hitman films did they yeah yeah they <laughs> did one with two different actors in it um, they've done tekken films and I, I'd never more seen Street before. Fighter films. I, I think the Rise of Legend Chun-Li or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see that. And then did, they, they did Dead or Alive, which had Holly Willoughby in it. I think not Holly Willoughby. What was it? Holly Valance, that Australian actress? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think she was meant to be Kasumi or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But they've all been terrible. And then we haven't even touched upon kind of probably what is the biggest success story in video game film adaptations, which is the honestly pretty awful resident evil films oh bloody hell yeah oh, what, um, what are there six of them six six of them uh yeah what well, like ooh, ooh. like angelina oh, not angelina jolene Mel, uh, Milaj, Mila Jovovich's husband that yeah. makes them, isn't it? is it paul w is it paul anderson or is it paul w yeah paul let me, let me check because there's two yeah. of them with very similar two, yeah yeah one's a really good director and the other one's yeah so good. <laughs> it's terrible yeah, yeah. all ws anderson yeah all ws anderson. he's also the one that did the uh 1994 mortal kombat film which we talked about earlier which i said is a bit of a guilty pleasure 
So yeah, I mean, he's like, been out for a while. It's a fairly decent film, the Mortal Kombat one. I mean, Annihilation that came out after that was god awful. Did you ever see that one? Annihilation, the one that's straight, yes. yeah, very bad, very bad. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil, man, that's probably the most successful video game uh, adaption, um, even though critically not very good. Uh, I didn't, I, I've, I've seen, I think I've seen all of them. And they've all been god awful. I mean, I've they seen m- the first three, I think. Yeah, and up to um, the one that had Nemesis in it that was supposed to be based on Resident Evil Three, and it was so num- dark that I couldn't, I could barely tell what was happening. That was number two. That was Resident Evil Two. Oh, was that two? Okay, two, so I've only seen two of them. Yeah, she uh, she fist fights um, Nemesis at the end. And I was like, right. Um, so you're you're standing there fist fighting a, 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 ne- a nemesis. So I'm pretty sure he can pound you into into pace with one punch. But <laughs> there you are. About then but again, the, that's that was a series where they just changed things for the sake of changing every them. the continuity like, of that film was so all over the place. Like they gave Alice like special like special powers like near the end of Resident Evil Two, where she can like she had psychic powers. Then in the next one, she lost those powers. Then in the other one, she regained them, and then she she had like superhuman speed and strength. I was like, well, like so basically, she was like a Wesker character. Then they mm-hmm. they nerfed her again because obviously they were like, well, she's a bit too powerful, so we can't actually have her doing all this stuff. And then they had those clones. I think that was in the one in the desert where you had like Carlos, uh, Carlos, yeah, and then all the clones all, all the clones got killed off in the in the beginning of the next film. They were like, well, we can't have like hundreds of Alice clones. So we all just kill off like the clones. But the thing is like in the beginning of that film, when she raids the tower, there's only like six or seven clones. I was like, I'm pretty sure in the, the end of that film, there was like, there was a, there was like a good, like 20 or 30 of them, but obviously they got rid of that storyline. So yeah, basically they reset the, her, her, her abilities and sort of reset the story at the, at the, at the beginning of each film. So they, they never like sort of like, had the film continually like leading to one another. It's sort of just like, right, well, we reset her. We'll put her in a new, we'll put out, her name was Alice, put her in a new situation. She'll meet some new, some characters from the, from the games. They'll be like her. She'll be, they'll be her psychic. And in the next game, we'll do that. Or next film, we'll do that again. So pretty much how Resident Evil is in the games anyway. <laughs> They're all over the place story-wise. Yeah. Yeah, so I suppose that part is fairly faithful. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's another re- sort of example of adapting it for film, but changing stuff just for the sake of it. Because you get the feeling they're like, oh, this part feels too video gamey. It needs to be changed for for a film going audience. And it's like, does it? Oh, it's like like again, touching on the Tomb Raider thing. Would would having Himiko being a vengeful spirit would that have made that a worse film? I don't think it would have done. I think they could have just done the story of the first game and it would have been at least as good a film as it was, which was an okay film. Hmm. But they just seem to, you get the feeling they're not kind of, they're not into video games, which is fine. And then they're like, oh, this part's too video gamey. That needs to change. Mm -hmm. But then you have films that go kind of the other way, like the Doom. Did you ever see the Doom film with with Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. And they they had a bit where it was in first person. Person, yeah. It was so, so silly. 
And I remember reading reviews of it. I think it was in IGN or something. So obviously mm. they're probably going to be a bit more flattering. Yeah. But they were like they were talking up the first person bit and about how amazing it was and how it felt like being in the game. And uh-huh. I watched it. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? This is uh-huh. so dumb." Uh-huh. It's just like you get a feeling some of the people on that were more too much. Like, let's make it like the game. Yeah. And put a first person bit with like really camp imps in it for some reason. Mm. And it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the, the ones that are going to work the best are going to be the ones that ape film and TV anyway. So like, the last of us will probably be a good, it'll probably be a good TV show, mm. but it'll feel a bit, I mean, I'd imagine mainly it's being made for an audience that don't know the game. So for them, it'll be new. So it makes sense in that context. But I feel like, most people that played the game won't get much out of it because they will have already played the game and played the story. And it's not mm. going to be, I don't think it'll be vastly different, but I mean, yeah, it's got A-list actors in it, but I mean, Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker acted out of their fucking skins in the game. So it's not mm. like they did a poor job of it and it needs to be improved on. Mm. But yeah, I think the ones that, that work the best are going to be the ones like that, that are basically aping cinema anyway. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah as i say i don't think they need to be made but mm-hmm. as we sort of alluded to at the beginning of this chat there are there's been a few in the in recent years that neither of us have actually seen so mm-hmm. all of this might be well out of date maybe they're yeah. amazing now maybe, Who like, knows? There, there has been some success stories but like you said we hadn't actually watched them i mean there's been detective pikachu which was supposed to be really really it's supposed to be really good that's sort of like I, I didn't know really know how they were going to make that work, but apparently they've made it work. It's just like, yeah, Pokemon exists in this world. They exist. That's uh, we, It's just like how Deal it is. With it. Yeah. It's not like, I was thinking, oh, they're going to have like some kid transport to like, be like an isekai. an isekai. Yeah. Like transport to that world. It's like, oh my God, there's Pokemon. But no, they, it, it's just like they, Pokemon exist in this world. They've always been with us. Well, there are pets. There were, there, you know, they're whatever they're just they're just there no one questions it and but i've not seen it and it's um pikachu's voiced by ryan reynolds isn't it mm. so you know that's that's a good start i mean how wacky is that having pikachu voiced by ryan reynolds death deadpool and all that so yeah that that, that, that that's crazy I, i've been meaning to watch it and it's i think it's on amazon or netflix or something like that so i want to get around to watching that and also there's been the um which is probably the highest grossing um, video game adaptation is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And I remember that when they first showed the trailer and people oh lost God, their shit with they saw Sonic, he looked absolutely awful. Terrible. The proper nightmare fuel Sonic. That yes. Was. But to be fair, the, 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 the studio did take a, a, an account, the massive uh, fan um, uh uh, backlash and they delayed the movie and redone Sonic and they released a new trailer with the sort of the more the Sonic that you know everyone knows and it it, it looked good and basically it's still the same trailer it's just like Sonic is just like how it looks how Sonic is so I don't know if that improved I, mean, I don't know how anyone at the studio looked to that original trailer and went, yeah it looks good so again it's like people... yes, was there no one along the production yeah. pipeline that went no we can't release this look well, at this it's a, thing it's again like what you said earlier like a lot of the producers and stuff they don't know anything about video games they don't know so they just probably hired a guy and just gave him some like rough like pictures of how sonic is and we're like here can you like sort of design a sonic and he sort of just 
goes, oh, I'm the lead artist. I'll just go my own way. And he, he gave it to the producers or whatever. And they were just like, yeah, that looks good. We'll, we'll go with that. And obviously when the fan fl- backlash, they were like, look good. yeah, and they were like, they're probably like, we want him to look like how he looks in the game. Let's do that. So that, that poor um, animator or whatever had to redo that, everything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, he looked good. But I don't know if like just changing Sonic improves improved the film i mean like i've not watched it but i've heard some good things it's got some it's got fairly good scores but um, that's the thing like those two films in particular have both actually been quite well received and even then i'm like oh, i'm not fussed uh, and they're like i mean i haven't is, played pokemon since the original but i love the original pokemon and sonic i grew up with sonic yeah which childhood. is surprising surprising because you're you wouldn't really grow up on mario brothers you grew up on sonic so i thought you would have been all over that film I mean, it's kind of, if it was on Netflix or something, I'd, probably, I'd get to the point where like, oh, I'll watch it, I guess. But I'm in no rush to watch it. And just partly because I guess I've been conditioned to think video game films are terrible because by and large they are. So it's like, I'm not going out of my way to see it. So I don't know. I, 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 part, part of me does want to see that and Detective Pikachu at some point, but it's just no rush really. Yeah, I'm not rushing out of the door to see it. Well, another one that's come along recently is also by Paul W.S. Anderson. It's starring his wife. Mortal. Starring his wife. <laughs> Kel Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Monster Hunter film, which yeah. right from the very beginning looked like it was going to be a turd and apparently was a turd. Turd. Box office flop, even though I don't think he got... Did it get released in cinema? Because it was during lockdown. I think it did. It had a limited uh, cinema. limited run. Yeah. Again, like he 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 put his um his wife in the uh in the lead uh, uh the lead characters, the lead character of a U.S. Army soldier. Yeah, you all know, that's always yeah. a bit. That's always a big plot element in Monster Hunter. Yeah, the <laughs> U.S. Army with their tanks and like submachine guns and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you were talking about how they, you thought they'd make um, Detective Pikachu and Isekai. They made fucking Monster Hunter and Isekai instead. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, why? Why, are you, why? why can't it just be a fantasy film set mm. in this fantasy world with these hunters hunting monsters like the game yeah. is? Why mm. does there have to be a US Army unit that gets sucked into an alternate world and has to cooperate with Tony Jaa, who doesn't speak their language? It's the fish out of water sort of scenario, isn't it? Like, no, like an Isabel. Well, it's, like, well, it's, it's, it's the audience, it's the audience cipher, isn't it? Yeah, to have we're someone to, that's in an unfamiliar we're situation. To, we're supposed to proje- project them. on her, like, go, oh, we're, we're learning this, this whole new world through learning her, about eyes. the new world through her. Yeah, yeah, it's just you don't need people aren't that stupid yeah. by yeah. and large. You, oh, if could... you just give someone a fan, like if, imagine if Lord of the Rings had like <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> a medieval yeah. soldier transported from Earth to Middle yeah. Earth, yeah. and then wound up in yeah. in the events of the War of the Ring, and we yeah. learned about it through them. Yeah. Would that make that a better film? No, yeah. it's set entirely in Middle Earth within yeah. those cultures, within that context, and people could accept it and enjoy the film. So could why it. do you have to mess around with stuff? Yeah. You don't need to. It's pointless. All mm. it does is ruin ruin the property that you're working on. Just mm. don't do it. Just stop <laughs> messing around with things. Yeah, I think, like like you said, we've been conditioned to automatically think that every adaptation is going to be bad. It's been ground into us, you know. It's in, like, our 
in our DNA, really. Like we've we've had disappointment after disappointment, and then we've had mediocre, mediocre. So like we've we've always think that it's it's always going to be bad. So even when the film turns out to be not too bad and apparently pretty good, we're still like hesitant to watch it. We'll be like, oh, we can, we can, I can sit here and watch it for two hours. Well, what if it's bad? I could be doing something else. I could be playing something else. I could be watching something else. My time is valuable, especially when you get older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. But um, it's, it's like, kind of analogous to how it used to be when we were kids and sort of kids and teens and yeah. young adults, I guess, where it was like you could count on movies video game adaptations to movies being terrible but you could also count on uh game adaptations of movies being terrible so mm. licensed games are always like everybody knew licensed games not worth your time mm. they're always going to be terrible but that's kind of turned around a lot over the last sort of 10 15 years with like the arkham games and the mm-hmm. like the Spider-Man. lego games have done for like yeah spider-man Spider- in the last Spider-Man. few years yeah. um the lego games with like the marvel stuff and the star wars and indiana jones and all that stuff have all been well received so that's that's that can be turned around and i think the same can happen in like tv and film with a few good adaptations that actually understand the source material they're adapting like i mean obviously the witcher is coming from books but still seems to be a decent adaptation from what everyone said that i will get around to at some point the halo show might end up good who knows the last of his show probably will be good even if I don't know if it necessarily needs to exist. Uh, and so they, maybe I, we will start to see it uh, turn around. They can't mess up The Last of Us, though. I mean, the game itself is just more... It is, like you're saying, it is structured like on a, on a, on a film, a TV show, than more than the well, video game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure it'll be, at, le- at the very least, it'll be decent. Mm. I just don't think it needs to exist because yeah. it kind of already does. But I mean, yeah, a few decent adaptations can maybe turn that around. I mean, I think it'll mm. take a while for you and me to come around because mm. we've been sort of through 20 odd years of game adaptations to the big screen being terrible. So to the point where mm. we don't even want to watch the new ones that come along that are well received, like Detective Pikachu mm. or Sonic. Mm. Um, but, you know, maybe a few good adapt- adaptations will turn things around and get well, people on board but there, there there's going to be a new um no there's not is there is there going to be a live action resident evil sh- tv show or i'm thinking is it going to be an animated is um, is is it i know they've got an animated one um that's got released on starring on netflix starring leon and Claire. Yeah, they've got a bunch of CG films, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, I, I don't know if they think. Be... I think there was. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember hearing about a live, live, live one. TV yeah, show. I didn't really look into it, but it yeah. rings a bell. Yeah, I mean that, that could be that could be decent, but I I do know there's going to be the uh, Uncharted film coming out with Tom Holland as and uh, again something that doesn't need to exist. Tom Holland as Nathan and uh, Mark Wahlberg as uh, a Sully. Wahlberg as Sully. <laughs> but yeah, again, that's something that doesn't need to exist because the Uncharted films literally just aped Indiana Jones. Mm. So, do we need an Indiana Jones ripoff film? Pro- probably not. Yeah. Like they 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 kind of stand out because because they're games. Like it's like playing. It's literally like playing an Indiana Jones film when you play an Uncharted film. That's part mm. of the appeal. Mm-hmm. But does it need to be a film? Not really. I don't think yeah. so. And, well, you know, it's, it's 
Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Think yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like uh that's my official line. Yeah. Yeah. Um good, good, good um way to to end this discussion, Mr. Ross. Um <laughs> yeah. So short short of it, the there there's been very a lot of bad adaptations, but it seems sure like have. there's been some mediocre ones. Uh, but the, 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 there's been some diamonds out of the, uh, uh, in there, which we haven't watched, so we can't really comment <laughs> on it. But um, yeah, so I think we're going to leave this conversation there because uh, we can go on a bit longer, but this podcast will be like two hours long. So um, yeah, before we go, like, what we, what you, what we, what are you planning for the channel? Have you got anything in mind? What any let's plays? Anything, anything like that, or any video uh, ideas? I put up a couple of videos for the Halo Tech preview last weekend. So if you didn't get in and you want to see someone reasonably competent playing the game, then there's a couple of videos there to watch. Mm. Um, other than that, I am this week going to be doing the Psychonauts two, not Psychonauts two, the Psychonauts VR video that i've been talking about for a few weeks and just haven't got around to because it's been too hot and i can't sit around with a tv on my head basically when it's been that hot but now it's cooled down a bit i'm going to do that this week so look out for that on the channel maybe within the next week mm-hmm. and then i don't know maybe i'll pick some random games to just do some bits and pieces something we, that looks fun yeah we, we will be following up our discussion about the future of our youtube channel well, we're gonna. What direction we're we gonna take it? We're, we're we'll be doing a podcast about that maybe next week or something like that. Or not with next week. The another two weeks when we record the next one. Um, but what I'm I, I I'm currently doing a, a live stream in Mass Effect Two on our Twitch channel, and um, yeah, check that out. Still working my way through uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, also, also, see frozen. Hello, he's still there. Hello, have I frozen on your yeah, screen? You, you froze up. Um, yeah, so yeah, you were breaking up on mine a bit, yeah. So yeah, before okay. So yeah, Battle for Star Wars Battlefront Two, and I also have a video of the Ascent coming out, the new uh, Xbox uh, uh, RPG. So that's I just installed that today, so I might have a quick go at that as well. See what it's all about. It's been getting good reviews, so I'm I'm willing to give that. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna be uploading a video for that. So yeah. if you want to check out our social medias, there'll be a link in the uh, in the YouTube video, and there'll be links in the Spotify video as well. I put links in there now for our social medias and stuff like that. But again, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This video, this uh, podcast is available on Spotify. So if you want to listen to us while you're doing work or jogging or something in the background, just ignore. Please listen. And um, yeah, we'll be seeing you again in two weeks' time. So yeah. Bye. Thanks for watching. See you, pals. See ya. Bye-bye.